Hi, I'm Dee Dee Bass Wilbon. And I'm Dina Bass Williams. And we are the Bass Sisters. Hello, Dina. Hey, Dee Dee. Today is January 17th. Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And what are you doing? Or what did you What did you do? Or what are you doing to remember Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.? Well, LaForce and I are reading Letter from a Birmingham Jail, which mm -hmm. we did last year. It's a, something I think that everyone should read at least once a year. It's heartbreaking, but inspiring. And uh, we were with our good friend Alveda King a couple of days ago. Um, mm -hmm. And she is, of course, the niece of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And she actually gave a great suggestion about um, taking civil rights courses to be um, to learn more about the movement and to even be certified in in the activity from the Martin Luther King Center, Martin Luther King Jr. Center. So we're going to go online and see what that looks like. We don't necessarily are. We're not in the activist um, organizer posture, but we definitely right. think it's always advantageous to have an understanding of what that looks like. So absolutely. I think that's great. That's awesome. Well, we are going to re listen to his I Have a Dream speech. We've done it, I don't know, since I can't, I mean, for, for the longest time with the kids. So we'll listen to that and talk about that. And um, I helped a friend celebrate her birthday. Um, we prepared meals and desserts for people experiencing homelessness um, the other day. So we were, that was part of my leaning up, leading up to Dr. Martin Luther King Day. So. Very good. Excellent. Yep, yep, yep. So um, before we move to the policy, just want to remind everyone that there's yep. a book on Amazon <laughs> that you should get. It's called Policy and actually it's called Prayer and Pound Cake. Pound cake. <laughs> the Sisters Guide to Surviving and Thriving. We had a fun interview with our mentor, sponsor, friend Armstrong Williams um, yesterday. And if you missed that interview, you can, we'll link to it here in the show notes. You can go to beyondthenarrative.tv to watch that full interview. But we're really Absolutely. excited about this book. Um, as Dee Dee always says, um, you don't have to be a Christian to read this book. We do use um, cite scripture because we think that um, there's great wisdom there. But, uh, you know, we hope that yeah, we you are Amazon and get your copy. Get your copy really quickly so that you can actually come and see us on tour. We're going to, we're actually going to be in New Orleans twice this um, coming up in February. And mm -hmm. then um, we're going to be in Georgia in May. We're going to be in California in April. And we will, we'll definitely send out all of the, the tour dates for the book, but we are excited about it. So if you have a copy, you want it signed by the Bass Sisters, definitely take a look at that schedule so that you can see us coming up soon. Yes. And yes. there will be some virtual events as well, but we'd love for you to be um, at the in-person events. Um, one one more plug before we get onto the policy. We are having book club February 24th, and we're reading the book. Yes. Bam bamboozled. By Jesus. <laughs> have you ever been bamboozled by Jesus to live the life of your dreams? Oh, we my goodness. And Yvonne Orgy's book talks about that. So we hope that you'll read that book and join us for the conversation on February 24th. We will also link to that information in the show notes. Please so. do. Now on to the policy. So everyone, um, you remember the policy and pound cake, pound, policy and pound cake originally began as a round table to the best way to discuss complex policies. 
And Dean and I both believe the best way to discuss those complex policies, you actually have to read them. And we have read them, and you can read them too at congress.gov. And so we also believe that in order, when you're reading those policies, read them with a friend, read them with a family member, because again, they can't be like, mm, but read them at congress.gov. <laughs> but read them but at congress.gov. Basically, we're saying don't talk about them if you're not going to read them. We haven't read everything at congress.gov, but when we nope. go on air to talk about legislation, we like to read it first. Exactly, exactly. And if you have not read the Freedom to Vote Act and the John Lewis Voting Advancement Act, you are going to be ill-prepared to discuss the messages, the, the false messages that are coming from the left and the right. Mm -hmm. Voting rights, um, uh, they're very important and they're far, far too important to be a political football. And so we have, and, and we've been involved in politics for a very long time since I was 12, Dina was 11. And we know that politicians use issues like police brutality, voting rights, and yes, abortion to gin up their base. So we were in a national poll that came out, I believe it was January 12th. It was asked, do you approve or disapprove of the way President Biden has been doing his job as president? And 35% of the respondents of that poll, Dina, approved, 54% disapproved. Right. And so now, <laughs> um, so 35%, um, you said approved. Approved, yep. And 54 <laughs> Disapproved. Disapproved. And now listen, so Republicans should not um, take a victory lap on, nope. on Biden sinking polls because in the same poll, they asked Republicans, um, they asked, do you approve or disapprove of the way Republicans in Congress are handling their job? 25% approved, 64% disapproved. So People, America's not happy. <laughs> America's exactly. America's not happy. And so what we are saying is that we know we've been in politics long enough to know that when politicians polls are sinking, as Dee, Dee said, they do these things to gin up the base. And mm -hmm. um, for Democrats, ginning up the base is crying, um, crying foul on issues of racism. And because they know that that's red meat for Democrats, like voting rights are being suppressed. That's red meat for Democrats. Um, and so we are encouraging you not to be hoodwinked by these politicians. Um, media outlets are doing everything they can to fan the flame because it, it, it gins up ratings. We love our friends in the media. We work with them. You know, it's a part of our bread and butter, but they are doing what they can to fan the flame to get us all hot and bothered about the voting rights issue. Exactly. For example, when Georgia passed, Georgia passed SB 202, passed uh, all hell broke loop, broke just, it just, everybody just went crazy when that mm -hmm. bill, when people, when that bill went out, it was just like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is actually happening. And it was claiming that the Republicans were up to their racist tricks of voter suppression. I'm just like, oh my goodness. Back then and today, we agreed that when the rollout of that bill, when the Georgia voting rights bill came out, it sucked. I mean, in no, capital letters. It was abysmal. It was absolutely was awful. Did a horrible job of that rollout. I agree with you. The bill is good, the, but the bill is good, but you have to read it. You have to read the entire thing. And we encourage you all to read it, to read all bills before talking about it, because you can't talk about something if you're not educated about it and if you're not under, if you don't know all the ins and outs. So we have a very detailed analysis of the bill on our website at justreadthedambill.com. So you definitely need to go read the bill. 
But last week, President Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris went down to Georgia, our home, home state, state <laughs> and gave a rousing speeches um, to, to convince Black people that their voting rights are at risk, that our voting rights are at risk and that things are being stripped away from them. And that is far from the truth. You know how um, you you know how it's actually done. We believe we believe in attacking policy, not people. And so we're not going to attack them as individuals. So let's just say they're wrong. Right. We're not going to attack them. We're not going to attack them as people, but we're just going to say when they went down to Georgia and what they were saying, they were absolutely wrong. Um, and we need everyone to understand the issues and understand reading the bill and reading exactly what's in the bills. And like President Biden and President Vice, um, Vice President Harris said, there are people on the right who are fanning the flames. They're absolutely right. And there are people on the left who are fanning the flames and continuing to talk about stolen elections. To everybody, everyone, listen, 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 listen. listen we say Linda. that. <laughs> Right. Listen, Linda. Listen, Linda. We say let's trade in facts, not fear. So let we have to trade. We have to discuss facts, not fear. So the facts are clear. African-Americans, Hispanic Americans, women, white people, voter people who are eligible to vote have been voting at greater numbers mm -hmm. in greater percentages from 2008, 2012, 2000, 2016. These elections have seen greater voter participation. 2020, 158 million Americans voted, greater voter participation. So challenges to this idea that votes are being suppressed, that is nonsense. But what people will say is that, oh, well, they're being suppressed now because of all of these um, laws that are being passed across the state. This, these state legislatures um, are suppressing votes because of what happened in 2020. So many people voted in 2020, they will tell you, that now they're, they, the Republicans, are trying to suppress the vote. Don't be hoodwinked. <laughs> the reality is that there were things that happened in 2020 that we, um, we know we had to do because of COVID. So, for example... Right. There, um, people couldn't get to the polls. They expanded voter hours. Um, mm -hmm. um, states expanded um, mail voting, universal mail um, voting by mail, absentee voting. All of those things happened because of COVID, right? And so, right. in large part, what these what these state bodies are now doing, they are looking at what worked and they're codifying it, they're making it a part of the law and things that didn't work, they're pulling it away. We don't need to do some of the things that we did during COVID because we don't have that urgency now. But but in, in all experiments, we see there were things that worked. So the things that worked, so, mm -hmm. um, so things that worked, like expanding voter, expanding hours. That worked. Hours that worked. And states are now expanding hours and President Biden received four Pinocchios from the Washington Post because he basically told a big fat whopper about Republicans are decreasing voting hours. Not true. And if the Washington Post is going to give him four Pinocchios, then, I mean, you might want to look at it. Voting right. hours are not being reduced. Um, this, the of course, the big issue um, with In Georgia, Georgia. They, can't, they can't, you can't get water. Didi. That's ridiculous. 
First Absolutely of all, ridiculous. they were guarding against it. Activist people giving out water and pizza and treats and stuff while people were in line. Right. Poll workers can still give you water. Okay. Right. And and, and they were poll workers are still giving water. And poll workers can um, still gave you water. Now, one of the issues that there are two issues that are, are, are big sticklers, and one is voting by mail and absentee voting. Absentee voting, no, largely nothing has happened in, to change absentee voting. But right. what these laws across the state are guarding against is this just like universal um, mailing in your ballot. And by that, we mean third party groups, like let's say Didi and I formed a nonprofit, um, vote the best nonprofit.org, whatever. Okay. And we decide that we want to send absentee ballots to people just willy nilly. That mm -hmm. happened. Right. We, and so there are states that have for long terms have always had, or for, you know, de I mean, decades since the nineties, like I think Utah has, or Oregon, since 1998 has had um, mail-in, universal mail-in ballots. And they mm -hmm. haven't seen a lot of voter fraud, but if they choose to do that, then that's good for them. But Georgia or um, larger states like uh, North Carolina, Ohio, wherever, those states should not be forced by the federal government to do what, what doesn't work for them. Work for them. Now, the big stickler is of course, voter ID. Which is absolutely ludicrous. Ludicrous. There is no reason why I should be required. And you've heard, you've seen it on social media. There's no reason why I should be required to show my my healthcare secret healthcare card, my COVID card, to get food in a restaurant, but I can't show my ID to vote. And right. so one of the one of the big issues also is same day voting. And we believe that all Americans should be able to vote. But if a state doesn't have the infrastructure to have people come up on the same day and just say, hey, look at me, I want to vote, then certainly without an ID, then they should they not should be able to vote, not be able to do that. What we're saying is as you are, as you are getting outraged about these voter suppression laws that are apparently sweeping the nation. Ask yourself this question. Ask yourself this question. Has your vote been suppressed? Right. Were you able to vote? Has your vote been suppressed? Were you able to vote? And if you can answer, yes. I was able to vote. I was able to vote. No. My vote has not been suppressed. Then recognize- What are we talking about? Recognize that this is what red meat from Joe Biden, whose polls are sinking, and um, Vice President Kamala Harris, whose polls are even worse. Mm -hmm. This is red meat. Votes are not being suppressed. 158 million Americans voted. And in after the Georgia SB 202 passed, do you know that in Atlanta, voting in their municipal elections increased by 70%? Exactly. So, so there are more, the more people are voting. It's been, and it, I mean, and that's an amazing thing. And that's awesome. That's exactly how it should be. And so people shouldn't get all up in arms, waving their arms, trying to go protest, doing all this nonsense, especially when you're not reading the bills and you don't know exactly what's in them and you're not understanding all the ins and outs. And a lot of people exactly. aren't doing that. You're just looking at your social media and you're getting these little tidbits. They're, they're suppressing our vote. They're trying to suppress. Has your vote been suppressed? Has no. been suppressed. 
No. No. Can you go vote? Yes. Well then, so but we but we also we don't want to be um you, we want we don't want to have complete blinders on in areas where Republicans can give a little. We we believe we should give a little, but we should mm -hmm. not give on voter ID. We no, should not give on not. universal mail-in ballots when when the states should be able to choose that on their own. Some things you just have to plant your feet, like Dina, like you say a lot. Just plant your feet, and this is it, and this is exactly how it should be. And some things you can't, you know, be willy nilly about. You just you have to plant your feet and be concrete and be like, that's it. That's it. So, so what, basically, what we're just saying is, um, don't be hoodwinked. This is this is a you know, like, hey, we we're we're losing on COVID. We're losing on um, inflation. We're losing on um, build back better. We're losing on everything. So right. let's save this. Let's make this an urgent. Uh, and there's, like, there's nothing, you know, democracy is at risk. Come right. on. And there's and nothing there. Don't, there's no there there. And don't get there's, us started talking about the filibuster because we don't have time. We really uh, don't. So go to congress.gov and read, read, read. Read, read, read. Follow, like, share. We'd love to have you um, share this podcast with your friends, Common Sense Conservatives, all day long. And thank you so much. And see us on tour.